0: Follow us on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen.
1: I'm Lee Lonsberry. You've heard throughout the morning the news reports on the Moderna trial, the, that company that is working on developing a vaccine for the coronavirus. Well, I, you know, just a humble brag here real quickly. Uh, you know, I signed up. I signed up to be one of the 30,000 test subjects and I didn't get a call back. Maybe I still will. Maybe I still will. Uh, but I have not yet received a call. I'm not sure if, uh, uh, not sure if maybe I disqualified myself somehow in the questionnaires. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll see. And I am very encouraged. Late this year, early next year, if all goes well, we could see a vaccine on our hands. And then, uh, and that kicks off then the the Herculean task of distribution and uh, selecting who, in fact, will be the first to receive the the vaccine. That's a conversation we've had on this program. There are a number of approaches. Uh, and a number of responses and rationales to that question. It's an interesting one. Uh, Maybe we'll have that conversation again as we get closer to uh, the vaccine. Anyway, I want to talk to you for a moment here as we wrap up today's program about uh, donating blood, specifically... Uh, this idea of convalescent plasma, it was uh, not that long ago, in fact, just a few weeks ago, that uh, the FDA commissioner and uh, a White House Coronavirus Task Force member, Dr. Stephen Hahn, uh, they, they spoke with uh, Witt Johnson from ABC's Good Morning America, talking about these new therapeutics which are helping uh, new patients, including uh, an assist from the recently recovered. We also have convalescent plasma, which is a new type of treatment that has been used before in infectious disease, where you take the antibodies from someone who's recovered from COVID-19 and give that to someone who's currently had it. Over 28,000 Americans have been treated. It's available. So think about that and think about some of the conversations we've had on these airwaves, two of them in particular. First, with John Herring. Remember that gentleman? He was the, the man who was on vacation with his wife, Melanie who contracted the coronavirus on a cruise ship and was detained in Japan uh, for weeks, while his wife uh, at Andrews Air Force Base in California was also quarantined, awaiting uh, for a, a negative coronavirus test. Anyway, when Mr. Herring finally was cleared to return to the United States, uh, he had been here for some time, and he was contacted by one of these uh, companies that is working with this type of research. And they teamed up and were donating uh, their their blood and plasma uh, to aid in the coronavirus uh, research. Also, Ben McAdams, we spoke to him on these airwaves about how he was an individual who contracted the coronavirus, recovered from it, and had value, valuable, valuable antibodies uh, to share. And he uh, engaged in a, a similar program. Anyway, uh, the Red Cross. The Red Cross uh, would like... To get their hands on some of these uh, life saving antibodies. And joining me on the program right now, uh, Cynthia De La Torre, spokesperson for the American Red Cross, joining me now to discuss exactly uh, what the need looks like for the Red Cross. Uh, Cynthia, how are you?
2: I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you doing?
1: I'm all right, and I'm encouraged to have you here on the line because uh, we have, in the past on this program, uh, we have rallied together to, for the purpose of donating blood, and uh, And I think that, uh, that the information that you're about to deliver will fall uh, onto the ears of folks eager to help. Uh, so uh, tell me, wh- what exactly are you after right now?
2: Well, um, you know, with the number of coronavirus cases increasing across the U.S., um, the Red Cross has seen a demand for convalescent plasma more than double over the last month. Uh, So right now, you know, the Red Cross is distributing this convalescent plasma products, um, you know, faster than they're coming in, which is resulting in an emergency shortage of uh, potentially life-saving treatment. So we are encouraging those who are recovered um, to to please reach out and, um, you know, uh, apply, register on our website to see if they do qualify to help um, those who are critically ill right now with COVID-19.
1: What are some of the qualifications? I guess, uh, understandably, you would have, have to uh, have suffered from the coronavirus and recovered, but anything beyond that we might not predict?
2: Right. Well, you do have to have, uh, you know, um, be in good health and in, in good health standing, um, have those eligibility qualifications that you do for blood donations, which is at least 110 pounds, um, you know, in good health, like I said, and also have that COVID-19, um, positive, uh, test, test result. Um, we are definitely prioritizing those, um, first to know that they were in fact infected and right. have potentially those, those, uh, those, convalescent plasma, those antibodies that are needed.
1: Is the process for extracting this convalescent plasma, is it any different than uh, like a traditional blood donation experience?
2: So it does take um, a little bit more time. It is from a, um, a different machine that we call it. Um, you know, so it does take a little bit more time, and there are, like I said, more, more uh, qualifications, needed, yeah. but, but ultimately it's about an hour long um, mm. and, and can help potentially save up to uh, three lives. So it's actually worth it <laughs> for just you, taking a little bit longer.
1: You are incentivizing, uh, in some measure, the donation of, of this convalescent plasma. What, what are you doing?
2: Um, I'm sorry, incentivizing?
1: You, uh, Amazon? Is Amazon on board? Are there gift cards involved?
2: Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Um, we are giving those yes yeah, who come in um, a five dollar gift card um, as well um, to you know help help with an incentive. That is correct.
1: And you and you still need traditional uh, blood donors to to show up at your uh, at your events and to schedule appointments for donation. Is that correct?
2: Absolutely, um, blood is always needed as well. Um, you know, for those cancer patients. Um, you know cell disease patients that are in constant need of blood donations every couple of weeks. Trauma patients as well. So we, we can't forget that blood donations are also needed. Um, we are also giving the Amazon gift card for, for the um, blood donors as well.
1: Oh, very good. Uh, all right. Uh, the website is uh, Red Cross, uh, redcrossblood.org. Uh, you log on there, type in your zip code, and you'll be uh, connected with uh, either a drive or a way to set an appointment. And, uh, and there are those who are very much in need of what you have to donate. Cynthia uh, De La Torre, spokesperson for American Red Cross, thank you so much for your time and for your work on this. This is, uh, this is really yeah. life-saving stuff, and I admire you for it.
2: Yeah, thank you. And, and of course, to all those, those blood donors and convalescent um, blood donors as well who will be giving. We appreciate you.
1: Outstanding. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, That's going to do it for today's episode of Live Mike. Before I go, uh, I I do want to share with you one quick story on this same topic, and it it has to do with the donation of this convalescent uh, plasma. Uh, As hospitalizations continue to rise, uh, now back up to the levels we saw in April, Uh, There is, in fact, help needed from all quarters, including those uh, who have already suffered and survived COVID-19. Here uh, from ABC is a brief story about one couple uh, presented by Kaylee Hartung of ABC.
2: An urgent need for convalescent plasma donations taken from recovered COVID patients to help those currently fighting it.
0: They say about 68 people have
2: been affected by our donation. Brian and Dina Murphy answered the call in San Antonio. Brian donating seven times and Dina 12. You barely feel the needle even going in. It's so small. And the thing is, is, you know, it's just rewarding to know that you've helped other people. Both saying they'll keep donating as long as they're allowed.
1: All right. You hear that good feeling described? I have been lucky enough to avoid the coronavirus, but I have uh, gotten into donating blood recently. And it is a good feeling. I mean, not the needle. That hurts a lot. (laughs) But knowing that you're uh, lending something that that you have to give and share and that that is helping someone else, uh, you know, very basically at this very basic human uh, level, it is a good, good feeling. And right now, as so much is giving us reason to feel down, uh, here's a small way uh, to feel good. RedCrossBlood.org is a way to get that convalescent plasma of yours donated if you were a former sufferer of COVID-19.